Money FM 89.3. Best of drive time. Money FM 89.3. Good evening. It is now time for Sports Minutes. I'm Elliot Danker. We're doing something slightly different today. Ziaul Raushan will be joining me a little bit later on. He's got a very, very interesting report to bring you. Uh, but lots of headlines coming out from the world of football this weekend. The biggest one happens to be Karim Benzema from Real Madrid deciding to leave the club at the end of the season. Goodbye, Benzema. He leaves with a record 25 trophies, including five Champions League titles, four La Liga titles, 14 years of service to Real Madrid with 354 goals. You remember how he was slightly in the shadow of Cristiano Ronaldo all those years. And then when Ronaldo left, Benzema finally winning the Ballon d'Or on the back of winning uh, that Champions League uh, last year under Carlo Ancelotti. Well, he is off and what a legacy he leaves behind. Speaking of legacies, another legend has decided to call it quits. Uh, Not to the football club like Benzema, but to football altogether. I'm talking about Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who announced his retirement from football over the weekend. Uh, the San Siro said goodbye to him yesterday, and uh, you'll remember how he broke out. You know, from Ajax went to Juventus. He's played for the likes of Inter Milan, uh, Juventus, like I mentioned, Manchester United, Barcelona as well. He's won titles at all of these European clubs except uh, his one year when he was at LA Galaxy. Don't forget he was also at Paris Saint-Germain but now he leaves AC Milan. What a player, what a legend. The San Siro said God bye to him. God because he's well, often referred to as the god of football instead of goodbye. But there you go, uh, Zlatan Ibrahimovic, one of my favorite players to ever grace the game. Uh, you know, especially when everyone was all talk about Lionel Messi or Cristiano Ronaldo. For me, it was always Ibrahimovic. But today we are focusing on the FA Cup final, which took place on Saturday night here at Singapore time. Uh, of course, it was an early kickoff in London. I caught up with Manchester United fan Alvin Tan to get his perspective of the FA Cup final loss. It was a 2-1 victory to Manchester City. City now, of course, on course for the treble. They take on Inter Milan this weekend in Istanbul. But I asked Alvin, you know, as a United fan, even though the team lost, right, what does this mean for Manchester United fans? What does this mean for the team and, you know, what What are his thoughts on the manner with which United lost to City? Uh, it's a painful loss for United. They did everything right. They managed to keep Haaland out of the game. They took control of the midfield. They had quite a few opportunities as well. Um, that's in the second half. I think one of the biggest takeaways from it is that the team has grown since Ten Hag has taken over. And they've played very well. It's time for United to show improvements, and they have. If they were to play this game a year ago, we would have been beaten 6-0 or 7-0 or something like that. Um, But to lose, it was painful because the team has improved. On the other side of things, it's one of those things that we don't want to see. We don't want to see these noisy neighbours grow, and we don't want them to even have that treble in the same line as us as well. We were in control by being in the FA Cup final, but we we didn't really take control of the final itself. I think we lost to two great goals, I, um, two very good goals from Gondogan, and and he he literally led the team like a like a captain would. 
I decided to get another perspective as well from Alvin, and this time uh, from a fan's point of view. How do you feel about the prospect of City winning this treble? You know, from a fan's perspective, and also, how would you explain this pain, this potential hurt for us United fans to a non-football fan? Oh my God, this is going to hurt real bad. I hate the fact that City uh, has chance of winning the treble. United was the only is the only team um, that has done the treble, and hopefully that remains true for a long, long time. I'm gonna be supporting Inter Milan for a very long time because hopefully they win, and hopefully you know uh, City still remains being a club that only can do a double and and be a domestic winning team. Now, how do I explain this to a non-fan? Imagine, imagine your noisy neighbor, someone who re- really irritates the hell out of you, you know, and you just bought a nice car, a BMW or a, a Merce, and they buy the exact same car. You know how irritating that is? It's exactly the, that type of feeling, you know? Uh, you saved up enough to buy a nice car for yourself, only see your, your closest, most irritating neighbor buys the exact same car in the exact same color that's how it hurts and the worst part is they say hey this isn't a competition but you know what it really is thanks a lot alvin Tan, for that manchester united fan will be rooting for inter milan this weekend but first here's the main event ziaul raushan was in london at wembley stadium watching the fa cup final between manchester city and manchester united and he got a chance to speak to united and city fans in london and he brings us this report yes elliot at wembley stadium manchester city winning two of the three they have their eyes on Looks inevitable, doesn't it? At the moment, the City team are just clicking into gear. We talk about players coming to form at the right time. Okay, Gundogan, what a player. Took his goal so, so well. I think Manchester United, tried as they might, didn't create enough, and that's where Ten Hag has to address the problems. Ten Hag has to try and see what he can add to this team. Nonetheless, all the Manchester United fans I spoke to seem to hold Ten Hag in high regard. Everything he's achieved, third place, a League Cup and another day at Wembley. We talk about Ten Hag, what do you make of this first season? Very, very good. Handled the Ronaldo situation really well and he's bringing players on. Um, exactly what the club needed. I think we got better than where we expected to be. Top four, one cup already. Considering where we were before, playing terrible football, you had no, we had no identity, didn't know where we were going. I would say I'm happy where we are. We gave City a good game today. Who, uh, Personally, to say the best team in the world right now. So, if we carry on as we are, a few more signings. At the beginning of the season, I was optimistic, but now I'm very optimistic. But it's all about Manchester City, and their fans are jubilant heading into Istanbul next week. You can see they've done two of three. They've won the Premier League, they've won the FA Cup. All eyes now against Inter Milan. and. Judging by how they played today, I'm telling you, this Man City team are quite special. The fact that they brought on a Phil Foden, Nathan Ake late, late on, and they just saw the game out in their defence. Manchester United didn't pose them much of a threat, but the fans are in good voice. And I know we often say, where are the City fans? We claim Etihad is empty, but I can assure you, Wembley is buzzing today. 
sky blue everywhere. It's a great day, it's not just winning the FA Cup, we've now got the double and we're hoping for the treble and we're, we're two thirds of the way there, you know. If United had won today, I, I think I'd have, I'd have got a lot of stick. I, I know I would because I know how a lot of Manchester United supporters are. They were, I found them, not all of them of course, you know, quite arrogant, you know, boasting about the, the success. They just try and make silly comments about empty seats at the Etihad. You know, which is nonsense. As I believe, percentage-wise, we for the number of seats that are there, we're probably one of the the best supported clubs for years. You know, and the fact that there are plans in place now to extend the stadium to taking, I think it's about another six thousand. You know, uh, it's what success brings. It brings in more supporters. Uh, you've told me you're from Singapore. It's great to know that we've got more supporters worldwide. Uh, if if we do win the treble, I'm as confident as I can be that we are. I'll never take I'll never take things for granted, especially being a Manchester City supporter all this time. And uh, I think if we win the treble and if Ireland scores goals, I mean I think the global support will just grow and grow and grow. And it's uh, which is nice because it's it's all those shirt sales that will go on, you know. And uh, I believe. I do honestly believe that we are the best club side in the world now. Not, not just in England, not just in Europe. Watch the game against Real Madrid. Uh, the game at Real Madrid, I watched it on the telly. The, uh, the game at the Etihad, where we won 4-0. It was just a fantastic performance. And to see them beat a team like Real Madrid, who were a very good team still, but beat them in such style, with such fantastic Football, particularly in the first half, was wonderful. How good does it feel to be a City fan now? Well, it's great, but I've had a City ticket for 35 years. And I was there in the bad times in Division 2 in the third day of English football. And we had fun everywhere we went to places I'd never been to in England. It was great. But it's great to be winning and winning everything. But when you're a City fan, it's like a religion. So it's good when you're winning, but it's good when you're losing as well, because we're just all in it together. Never mind the money, just focus on the success. It's special. When you've, when, when you've experienced the lows, you appreciate the highs. It makes it more special. Is Pep Guardiola the greatest manager of all time? Yeah. He's done it in each league with each team, and he's so good. And the, he's changed the style of play that the league has played. He's so good. Is Pep Guardiola yes. the greatest manager of all time? Uh, I think he's got to be. I mean, people will say Alex Ferguson's the best manager ever because of all the trophies he's won. And I doubt that we, we'll get as many trophies as that. But what, what Guardiola's done, it's not just the way he's got Manchester City playing. He's almost reinvented football, you know, with the uh, ball-playing goalkeeper, inverted fullbacks. I do think he's probably the best manager ever. Not the most successful, I can't argue with Sir Alex Ferguson's success with Manchester United in terms of, I don't want to repeat myself, the, the number of trophies, are, but it's Guardiola, he's almost reinvented the game, you know. And I know, I know these things go in cycles and I think it will carry on for a, a few more years, but uh, it won't last forever. And I, I'm enjoying it whilst it's here. And I'd like to say, everybody in Singapore who catches this, you know, 
enjoy watching Manchester City. If you want to support us, I'm happy. If you're just happy just to watch, watch our games, I'm happy with that too. But you'll get excellent football, excellent entertainment and real quality. And in Ireland, I think, I think he's probably the next world superstar footballer. Newcastle winning three trophies this year. Are you going to do the treble? Let's hope so. <laughs> I believe we can win next week. I don't think Inter Milan, uh, from what I can gather, are that great a team. Yeah, I think we will. I think we will. Straight after a Thursday, flying to Istanbul. This one now, Istanbul next Saturday. Game over. There you have it, Elliot. London is blue, just like Manchester is blue. And the City fans in good voice and optimistic mood, hoping Istanbul will be sky blue at the weekend as well. They'll be hoping to achieve that unprecedented treble. Unprecedented since 1999, when Manchester United last achieved that feat. Very much about Manchester City, and I tell you what, they've passed the eye test. They're playing some breathtaking football. Such confident mood, they look at this point and Pep Guardiola in his post-match press conference was keen to say the job is not done yet. It does look like he's instilled a winning mentality in this team and as it stands they look likely to go on to achieve three trophies to mark an incredible, incredible year. Back to you now. Wow, Rosh, and I gotta say, I I am absolutely envious of you. It sounds like you were really in an electric atmosphere, and I can only imagine how fun it must have been for you. I'll tell you what, uh, thanks a lot for that uh, subtle note about Manchester United's achievements at the end there, but Manchester City are on course for the treble. They take on Inter Milan this weekend in Istanbul. United fans will be hoping this doesn't happen. They don't have a treble, but City fans will be hoping they make history. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.